Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simon Aleph, Sif Aleph. We are continuing in the Ramah on the top of page 8. The Ramah says, V'lo yizbayish mipnei b'nei odom hamal'igim alav b'avodas Hashem yizbarach. A person should not be embarrassed in front of people that are making fun of him because of his service of Hashem. Then the Ramah says, Gan leches, A person should also go with humility. Al yedo and when he's lying down on his bed, he should know before who he is lying. Mishanaso, and immediately when he wakes up from his sleep, Yakum he should get up with Zrizos, Lavodas Boro He should get up with Zrizos to serve his creator. So the Mishabura will pick up in Mish in Sivkotan Hey. Bifne Adam. So we said again, like we just mentioned in the Ramah, one should not be embarrassed in front of people. Says the, says the Mishabura, A person certainly should not get into a fight and start fighting with those people who are making fun of him. This midah of azus, of being bold, that is a very negative trait. And one should not use this midah at all. Even if he's using it to serve Hashem, people are, are making fun of him and he wants to stop them, he shouldn't use the azas, he shouldn't get into a fight with them. Why? Even though now it's a good thing because he's fighting back against people who are making fun of his service of Hashem. The reason is, Because the concern is, if he does it now, even though it may be appropriate now, he might get this midah and use it other times when it is inappropriate. And we see this many times by the Bali Musr. Sometimes it's not so much that the thing you're doing is asr, but it's what it does to you. Like, for example, when they say that you're not allowed to speak Lashon Hara, it doesn't necessarily apply to speaking Lashon Hara about, about a guy. But if you're going to speak Lashon Hara about, about a guy, it just, it's, it's, it becomes part of you to speak that way. And therefore, sometimes when something might not be asr, but we don't want to do it because it has an effect on us, and we'll use that mida in other situations. But there's a very important Bira Lacha over here, as the Mishabura ends off, the Ayyam Bira Lacha. So if you look in the Bira Lacha, all the way at the bottom of the page, the third to last line, Velo Yisbayish. Look what the Mishabura wrote in the name of the Beis Yosef. And now he qualifies it a little bit. That you should know. The Beis Yosef is only discussing a case where a person is doing a private mitzvah. And people are making fun of him. Then a person should not be concerned with the fun that they're making of him. And he shouldn't get into a fight with them. However, if he's in a place where there are apikorsim who are standing up against the Torah, the and they want to make some kind of takonas uh, in the city, and through that they're going to turn people away from what Hashem wants, and he initiated to try to stop them in a peaceful way, when they didn't listen to him, the Beis Yosef is not addressing such a case. And in that scenario, says the, says the Chavetz Chaim, that it will be a mitzvah to hate them and to fight with them, to try to stop their plans, any way that he can. And David HaMelech said, The ones... That hate you, I hate. 
And the ones who stand up against you, I will fight. The uh, real sinner, I hated them. So the Bialocha is qualifying with the Mishabura said, even though one should not fight with those who are making fun of when they're doing a mitzvah, that's only when you're doing a private mitzvah. But there, if there is a group of people that are trying to lead people astray and you try to stop them in a peaceful way, then you have to do whatever you can to stop them, even if you have to get into a, get into a fight with them because that you're standing up. For the covenant of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. says the Mishavruvaiter and Sifkat on Vav Hamaligim Alav. One has to stand. One should not be embarrassed to do mitzvahs in front of people who are making fun of him. V'cheinem who Adam Benoni Omei b'Makom Gedolim. And so too, if a person is an average person, he's a Benoni, and he's standing around people that are much greater than he is, lo yisbayish mehem lumod velasos mitzvah. He should not be embarrassed. Right, the same way that people are making fun of you, you shouldn't you shouldn't be embarrassed, and you should stick to your guns. So too, if you're around people that are much greater than you, and you feel that you're nothing compared to them, you're only a Benoni, and they're such great people, you should not be embarrassed from learning in front of them or from doing mitzvahs in front of them. Achim efsher lo lasos mitzvah shelo b'thneim tov However, if you could be Humble and try to do the mitzvahs not in front of them, that would be better. And we'll see an interesting mm-hmm. note on that. However, if one is around Bainanim like himself, and he's going to do the right thing, and other people could learn from him, and that's not a time to be humble and to move to the side, then you should do it publicly so other Bainanim can learn from the way that you're acting. That other people should see and learn from your actions. However, your kavana should be to help other people do mitzvahs and not to be showing off and trying to make yourself look better in front of them. In note 13, he brings down an interesting thing that we saw in Chelek Vav by a person who is, is fasting certain days and other people are not fasting. In the second paragraph of 13, We said in the Mishabura there that if a person, the Shulchanar says over there, if a person accepts upon himself a fast and he advertises it to others that he's fasting, the Shulchanar writes, He's punished for that. Because you're not supposed to be showing off the good things that you're doing. And then it goes through a whole thing. We'll read it. It's interesting. People ask you, are you fasting? The Mishibu writes there, You're allowed to say the truth that you are fasting if they ask you. Since he's not doing it to get praise and to show off. However, says the Mishibura, it's better to tell him you're not fasting even if you are fasting. So he shouldn't be giving himself credit and making himself, you know, a little bit like he's showing off. But if they're trying to get him to eat, he has no way to escape except to explain to them why he's not eating because he's fasting. So he should stick to his guns and stick to his fast that he's doing out of tzitkus and tell them what he's doing in order to prevent from eating. But if he if he's able to even bend the truth and tell them he's not fasting when he is fasting to not get in the limelight and not get praised from the people. That is ideal what he should do. And that's what the Mishabur is saying over here, that only if people are going to learn from you and you could, you could be, uh, you know, giving a lesson to other people, then you should advertise it. Otherwise, the person should try to act with humility and not try to show off the things that he is doing. Yeah, well, a person sometimes... No, but let's say a person, a person accepts upon himself a fast out of tshuva or it's bahab, it's a day that, that there isn't any to fast. Most people nowadays don't fast, but he wants to be righteous and he wants to fast. So we're talking about a case where he's, he's doing a good thing. So that, that's, that's a time when you shouldn't advertise it. You should or you should not? You should not advertise it. 
Says the Mishabura Vaitrin Sivkatan Zayan, then the Mishabura said a person should walk with sneers, and when he's lying down on his bed, he should know in front of who he is lying. Says the Mishabura Ratzlomer, it means to say, Af Bishashu Bebeso Betsneya, even in a time when he's in his house in, in a modest way, in a private way, Gamkein Yeh Lechlo Imashem Elokav. Also, his walking should be without Kaddish Baruchu, Ukemoshim Messiah Maholech. The Mishabura is telling us that what Ramah means to say about Batsneya Lechas is going on the following line that he says, that a person should go in a modest way, meaning when he's in his bed at home, he should know in front of he, who he is lying down, and when he wakes up, he should wake up his rizas. Says the Mishabura Vaiter in Sifkaton Ches, his rizas, Lav Dafka. Zok the Mishabura, it's Lav Dafka that when a person wakes up, he should jump out of bed that second. Ma'at, he should wait a little bit. Velo Yamod Pitom, he shouldn't jump up right away. It's not healthy to, when you wake up to jump out of bed the second you wake up, but you should get up with Zrizas, but not the second that you open your eyes, jump out of bed. You should get out quickly, but, but in a healthy way. It is good to say immediately when one wakes up, he doesn't have to wait till he gets out of bed. In bed, while he is waiting those couple of moments till he gets up in a healthy way, he should say, Moda'ani. Now, just before we even turn the page, there's an interesting note over here. Um, what about a person who sleeps during the day and he wakes up? Does he have to say Moda'ani? So if you look at note 15, One who wakes up from his sleep after having slept during the day, the Biralacha writes later on that the Beis Yosef brings B'Shem the Agur, B'Shem Rimi Shapira, Shetzarach Lomar Elokai Neshama. These Mepharshim say that when one wakes up in the middle of the day, from, from a nap, he has to say, Elokai Neshama, V'chein Kostla V'sefer HaTanya, V'sayim Al-Kacha Beis Yosef Shalonogukein. But the Beis Yosef ends off and says that, we'll get to that later, the Beis Yosef says that the Minog is not to say Elokai Neshama, and Rav Scheinberg says, Shehu Adin L'gabe Amiros Mada'ani L'acha Shnas Hayom. Rav Scheinberg says the same way that the Beis Yosef ends off, the Minog is not to say Elokai Neshama when you wake up from a nap, you also should not say Moda'ani when you wake up from a nap. Now, Rechaim Kinyeski does not disagree with the minhag of not to say it, but he is not masim to Rechaimrig with the tzushtel from Elokai Neshama to Moda'ani. Because Rechaim Kinyeski says, She'ein lo uchiach mikach she'lo omrim Elokai Neshama la'achash nasayom she'gam Moda'ani lo yomru. It's not a raya from the fact that we come out that the minhag is not to say Elokai Neshama when you wake up during the day, therefore you shouldn't say Moda'ani. Mikaven she'elokai Neshama hi bracha. Elokai Neshama is a bracha. V'yitachin she'lo teknua ela baboker. Achar ha'shena ha'ikris. This bracha, when you wake up from your sleep at night, which is your main sleep. But it could be that Moda'ani is shayach for anyone who gets his neshama back from any sleep. Because it's not a bracha, so what's the big deal to say it? So therefore, he doesn't agree with the shayach making the jump from the fact that we're not knowing to say Lokai Neshama, therefore we're not knowing to say Moda'ani, it's not a raya. But he is masking that Lamaisa, the minog, is that we don't say... Any of these tefillos, not the bracha, but the neshama, not moda'ani, when we wake up from a nap during the day. Negevaser, we're going to hold off till we see it in the Mishabura. Turning the page to page Hey, the Mishabura continues. Uh, it's telling us how to say moda'ani. Again, the words of moda'ani were moda'ani lefanecha melachai v'kayom. Shechazarta b'nishmasi b'chemla rabba amunasecha. Which means, I, I thank you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the, the, the king that's living, that you return to me, my neshama, with mercy. 
Rabba Amunasach, great is your Amunah. We'll see what that means in a moment. Says the Mishabura, Vitevas Bechemlo Yeh Beasnachta. The word Bechemlo should have a pause on it, and Asnachta is one of the truck where we pause in the middle of a Pasuk. So it should be Shechazarta Binishmasi Bechemlo, Kama, the Rabba Amunasach, Blihesek. And then the last two words, Rabba Amunasach, go together. That's part of that pasuk. And what is it referring to? That Hashem returns in the shamos that were left over to him. He returns them in the morning. Those that were given over as a pikodim during the night. And as he says, you say it immediately when you wake up. Even before you wash the tilasadayim, you do not need the tilasadayim. Before you say Modani, you can say Modani before you wash Negevaser. The Afim Yodav Metunafos. Even if you see that your hands are dirty for some reason, you still could say Modani. Ki ein masfir bazeh hanusach lo shame below kinui. Because in the Lashon of Modani that we say, there's no shame Hashem, there's no reference to Hashem, there's no nickname of Hashem, and therefore one's hands do not have to be clean, and one should say it no matter what, right when he opens his eyes. However, that's only by Moda'ani. If one wants to learn Torah, so it appears to be, says in the Shibur, that it will be Usr to learn Torah before one washes his hands. And anyway, besides that you can't learn Torah until you wash your hands, you anyway can learn Torah before you say Birchas so I'd like to look at a, a couple of notes over here that discuss these two points. Number one, that it's Asr to learn Torah before one washes his hands. And number two, that it's Asr to learn Torah before you make a Birchaz Torah. We will obviously get into all these halachas when we get to Birchaz Torah. But once we mention it now and they address it over here, we'll see some interesting things. What about thinking in Torah? Being maharher in Torah? What about listening? So what is that, how does that apply? So if you look at note 22 in the Dir Shemeshavura, he writes... That even though the Mishabura said that it's also to learn Torah before you wash your hands. Now we saw yesterday that you wouldn't delay your learning if you don't have water. You could also wipe them in the place of washing them. That's all considered the washing. But here in the note he writes, The Mishabura writes later on in terms of thinking in Torah. And the Biralacha writes later on as well, so even though it's Asr to learn Torah, one is allowed to think in Torah before he washes Nagavasa. That would be okay. Now what about answering Amen before one washes Negevaser? That's a machlokus. The Kafachayim writes, like the Zohar, that one should not answer Amen without washing Negevaser. He should only think it in his heart. And he brings to the Chazanish that he says it's mutter to answer Amen before you wash Netilas Yadayim. So that's the Gabe Netilas Yadayim. So one should not learn Torah. One could think in Torah. And Amen is a machlokus. He and means, he means He's just addressing the Tilas Yadayim. We'll, we'll see Birchus right now. That's going to be the next note. Now we can try to put them together. That's just addressing the Tilas Yadayim. The thinking, correct. And now in note 23, he discusses thinking in Torah without Birchus Torah. Right? So we just said that one is allowed to think in Torah without washing Negevaser, but what about thinking in Torah before you say Birchus Torah? So to that in note 23, he brings down, V'arotze laharer b'divrei Torah, katsav ha-shachrach l'kamon, she'einot tzarach l'varach l'fneichem Birchus Torah, that you're good to go. Not only could you think in Torah before you wash Negevaser, you could also think in learning before you, before you make Birchus Torah. However, the Mishabura brings later on from the Gura that he argues, the Sover She'ein Laharer Kodem Birchaz HaTorah, the Gura holds that one should not be thinking and learning before he says Birchaz HaTorah. So that's the Machlokas later on. 
What if you're not necessarily thinking about it on your own, but you're hearing Torah from someone else? So the Shari Tshuva writes, the shame the Shalos and Tshuva is Halachos Katanos, that you have to say Birchus Torah before you hear Torah. Kaven Shedin Shomea Kaone Odif Mehirhur, because Shomea Kaone, when you're listening, it's, it's, it's like you're saying it yourself, so it's much stronger than hearer. So then even if you hold that hearer is okay with that Birchus Torah, but listening to it from someone else is like you're saying it and that will be more Machmir. On the other hand, the Shalom Shuvah's Ha'elf L'chashlomu holds that listening to it is like hear her and therefore you would not need to make a bracha. So that's a, it's a machlokas, both hear her and then even if you'll hear is okay, it's a machlokas within a shmiah from someone else. But then he brings the last interesting thing from Rechaim Kinyaski. He writes, V'agon Rechaim Kinyaski Kosav, Sha'afilu Shomea Divi Torah B'kaletas over telephone. Even if one hears Torah like on a tape or a CD or on the telephone, from Kalashon, Tzorach Levarech Ladas HaGroh. According to the Groh, one would have to make Birch Torah before he hears any Torah, just like he has to make Birch Torah before he thinks in Torah. Mishum Shal Kol Hirur Tzorach Levarech. Any kind of hearer, when you're listening, you're obviously thinking about it, and therefore you would need Birch Torah. The Af Ladas HaChokim Al HaGroh. Even those who argue on the Groh and say hearer would not be necessary to make Birch Torah. Mikom Bakom Bishmiya Tzorach Levarech. When it comes to Shmiya, one would have to make a Bracha. Now I want to go back to. Correct. I, I want to go. You have a question? Yeah. Somebody that uh, you say that Hashem uh, describes all the Shabbat in the morning, right? Somebody that let's say works uh, during the night, works let's say third shift. The guy goes to sleep before Mari time. He wakes up, uh, you know, at 11 p.m. Works through the night. Goes to sleep uh, after. Um, in, in the morning, when does he say? Um, um, when does he say Modani? No, Modani when he wakes up at the at, I guess at eleven. Okay, so so no. what's your question? It's a Nekovaser. We're going to get to. When does he say Okay, so let's wait till we, we're going to get to the in great detail of of Elokai and Neshama. We'll get to that and we'll we'll see all the Alachas then. Neshama is being returned where he's working. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. Um, we're going to get to that. Let's hold off for that for now. Um, back to the the Ramah for a second. The says, No, you shouldn't. shouldn't. I, I want to go back to the second biyalacha. There's a very long biyalacha, but today the amount that we had to cover in the in the in the mishnah we, we're done already. So I wanted to do this biyalacha. This biyalacha is on page Dalid, and it's the uh, in the sixth line. And here is a biyalacha, which is a very important biyalacha for everybody to know. One who wants to fulfill this. Pasuk that we mentioned yesterday, so he should be very zoriz to mekayin that which the Sefer Achinuch says. And because of the great importance, it's brought down in many in many svarim. And now he is quoting the Sefer Achinuch. We're on the first page. We're on the first page, page Dalid, in the Biralach on the left of the Mishabura, about eight lines down. And that is that there are sheish mitzvos chiyuvan tmidi. There are sheish mitzvos tmidios. There are six constant mitzvos. 
There are six mitzvahs that are constant that a person should never stop from doing his whole life. And any moment in your life that you're thinking of these mitzvahs, which you, which, which you could potentially do every moment of your life, you're mekayim a mitzvah. So these are pretty important things. The ain kates lamatan schar ha mitzvahs, and there is no boundary to the amount of schar you get from mitzvahs. Ve'eluhei, and these are the six mitzvahs. We'll go through them. Aleph lahamin sheish eloka echad ba'olam shemtziu kol hanimtzos that there is one God that created everything that exists. Umechevso uritzono who komash who achshav and his everything that is is because he wanted it to happen. V'shehoya v'sheiya la'adiyad anything that happens in the future is all because Hashem wants it to happen. V'shehu otzionu mimitzrayim v'nosalano atorah that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the one who took us out of Mitzrayim and gave us the Torah. V'zeu mitzvah say this is a mitzvah say as the pasuk says in Aseret Sadibros the first one. Anochi Hashem alokecha Hashem otzisicha. Uperusho, the Pirish is, Teidu Vitaminu, you should know and you should believe, Shayesh Laolam Eloka Mashkiach, that the world has a God that is watching over it, Shareho Tsesicha Meeretz Mitzrayim, because behold, He has taken us out of Mitzrayim, that's Mitzvah number one, to believe that there is a God that created the world and constantly runs the world. That's number one, Anochi Hashem Elokecha. Bez. Not to believe in any other Gods. Shenemar lo yelocha Elohim achirim al panai. The second of the Aser Sadibros lo yelocha. There shouldn't be any other gods. Vafilu modesh akadosh brochu sholeid al kol. Even if a person believes that Hashem rules over everything, rakshi yedame bedaito shemosar and hagas haolam lamalach alokochav. Just he thinks that Hashem gave over a little bit of leadership to a, to an angel or to a star. Hareza moda ba'avodazara. That's considered being moda ba'avodazara. Va'over aloyeh locha Elohim acherim alpona. You're over on that pasuk, the second of the Sefer Sadibros. Eloyamin she'akadosh baruchu hu ba'atzmo u'bechvodo mashiach b'chol ha'olamos. Rather, a person has to believe that Hashem Himself is watching over and controlling all the worlds. Ve'ein l'shum nivra koach lasos davar bilti ritzono. And there is no other power that has the Control to do anything without the wish of Hashem. That He is the God of, of everything. And now the next one sounds very similar. I was listening to Rabbi Cohen. There's a slight difference. Look at number three, Gimel, the very end of the page. The Yichud Hashem, the oneness of Hashem. Right? Listen, Kla Yisrael. Hashem is our, our God. Hashem is one. Uperusho. Shema Yisrael v'da. Listen, Kla Yisrael, I know. Ki Hashem shehiva es hakol b'ritzonu. Hashem that created everything in His ratzon. V'hu elokeinu ha-mashkiach b'chol ha-olamos. He is the God that's controlling all the worlds. Hu Hashem echad b'li shum shitav. There is no partnership. So it sounds very similar. The difference is that the, the third one that we just read now, that there's no shitav. There's no other God. Hashem is the only God. There's no, he has no partner. The one before was saying, even if you believe there's no, there's no other God besides Hashem, Hashem didn't give any power over to any other being. In other words, a malach just carries out exactly what Hashem wants. But there's no other power, there's no other malach or star or other power that Hashem put in charge of any specific thing that He makes decisions. Meaning Hashem makes all decisions. So it's two separate things. One is there's no other God that's a partner with Hashem. That's number three. And number two is, even if you believe Hashem's the only God, one may incorrectly believe that Hashem gave certain control over certain things to, to uh, a kochav or a malach not to believe that. So there are two separate things that are similar. So would that, would that the, 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 um, the father of a certain religion who 
is the sum of a certain other person, uh, of a certain other somebody. Yeah. Does that, because there's a whole machlekes if, if Christianity is a Zara. In this sense, would it not be considered a Zara because it's like a partnership? Yeah, if, yes. He's the son of... Yes, it very well would be a, a problem of that, but I don't want to go into that now. Yeah, it's about it's not focused, but we're not we're not going to discuss that now. That's in Chelak Zion. We'll get that in Chelak Zion. For now, we're going to go weiter to Dalud. In Dalud, the, the fourth one, which is in the third line on page eight in the Bialacha, Lehov Hamakom Baruch to love Hashem. This is uh, Mitzvah Tzmidus number four to love Hashem. Shenemar v'yahavta Hashem lokecha. How does a person get to love Hashem? That is through the Torah. Like the Sifri says, It says we have to love Hashem. We don't know how to get to love Hashem. Therefore the Pasuk right afterwards says, These words that I am telling you, the Torah should be on your heart. Through that you come to recognize Hashem Kalomar. Shaideh Hayas Bonus Batora through go delving into the Torah. Yakir es Gedulaso Shalakarash Burhu, you come to recognize the greatness of Hashem. Shaino Erach Vilokate, there's no boundaries to Hashem's greatness. This is Shashev Ha Ava Belibo Bahakreach, and you'll be forced into loving Hashem. The Inyana Mitzvah, Shayira Odom Lahasim, Komagamasa, the Khomach Shato Akar Ava Shem is Barak. And the inyan of this mitzvah is that a person, all a person's desires and all his love should be towards Hashem. The yarech belibo kikom mashiyesh ba'olam me'osher ubanim ve'kavod hakalu ka'ayin neged avaso yisbarach. Anything else that a person has in the world that's very good, like wealth and children and honor, it's all nothing compared to the love he should have for Hakadosh Baruch Hu, who obviously gave him everything. The yiga tamid bevakoshas chokmas atora. Person should toil very, very hard constantly. In this quest of the Chokmas Torah, Laman Yasig Yidiyah Bashem, in order to get to know Hashem and to love Hashem. And one who instead turns his thoughts towards Gashmistic things and the heaven of the world, without the purposes of, of heaven, just for his own pleasure to get honor, he has a say of loving Hashem, because instead he's loving himself, he's loving his honor, he's loving his Gashmis, and his punishment is great. Number five, hey. Leos Yiras Hashem Yisbarach Alponav Tamid Levilti Yechata. Person should always be fearing Hashem, so he should not come to sin. Valzanemar, on that it says, as Shashem Elokechatira, that one should fear, fear Hashem. Umisha Bodvar Avera Liyado, one who has an Avera coming his way. Chayev Lahoya Rucho Velosis as Libo Booso Aperek. A person has to inspire himself to think about his Yiras Hashem. Mashkiach Bechom Maisa Bnei Adam, that Ashkarish Bechu is in control over every action of man. <laughs> Hashem's watching over every action man does, even if he's, he's in private, he's in the dark, and, and no one sees him, Hashem sees him. And Hashem is going to take revenge and punish every person according to his actions. Like the Apostolic says, Is a person going to hide? And I, Hashem, am not going to see him? And number six, A person should not be turned after the thoughts of his heart and the sight of his eyes. And Chachamim tell us, is turning towards Apikursus. That's turning towards Nus. 
ובכלל אפיקורסוס הוא כל מחשבו זורו שהם הפך דס התורה. אינקלוד אפיקורסוס is any strange thoughts that are the opposite of the דס תורה. ובכלל זנוס הוא מישהו רודף אחר תאווס העולם מבלי שיחווים בהם כלל לכוונה טובה. It's anyone who runs after the desires of this world without thinking at all for the proper kavana, that he doesn't need it to serve Hashem, he's running after his taivas, that's included in znus. Kolomar, shelo yasa osam, kedei sheyamud bari v'yucha lehishtada lavodas baro. That he shouldn't do them unless he's doing it in order to be healthy, and in order to be able to serve Hashem better. But he's doing it rather, rakavanoso tamid lahabros tanugim gedolom lanasho. The person rather is doing it just to get his own enjoyment, that's when it's a problem. I brought this all down from the Sefer HaChinuch B'Ktsara. And this is a healing to the eyes. And praiseworthy is the one who is Mekayim these things. There's just one interesting, scary note that we'll just read and we'll end with. And that is note number 19. He brings down from the Chavetz Chaim and Shemir Salashim that says, One is not careful over what he looks at with his eyes while he's still alive in this world. And he makes his eyes hefker to look at all the things that Torah asks. He should know for sure. In the next world, he will be like a blind person. He will not be able to gaze upon the glory of Hashem, which is the greatest pleasure. So a person has to realize, and the Chavaz Chaim speaks at length about this in all his Muslims Svarim, that any, any aver that a person is pogiming in this world, he's lacking in the next world. He's focusing on the eyes over here, because he's bringing the Pasi of Los Asurach, You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including Mara Mekaymas on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.